Good morning and welcome to the part of the noob show. I'm Jay Gotti. The man next to me is the Optimus Magnum. Hope you guys had a great week. We've been uh, putting together some some news for you guys this week to share through the show. Also, featuring a special guest today. So you want to make sure you stay tuned in for that. Um, everybody listening today uh, on the Twitch channel and watching us, thank you for being here. Obviously, we have a big following on YouTube as well that watches it when it's more convenient for you later in the week. We'll have that out Monday morning like normal. We appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to listen and not actually have the video, you can download us wherever podcasts are downloaded as well. Look underneath Good Game Report. Part of the Noob Show is in there. I always do a sound check later in the week and listen to it as well as I like to listen back to the show to give myself feedback and maybe sometimes optimists. Speaking of Optimus, how you doing today, buddy? How's how's this week been treating you? What's going on? I'm really happy that you said you like to hear my voice. You know, like to hear me on the podcast. It's, it's great. I, I I appreciate you, man. <laughs> my week has been good. Other than yesterday, my phone broke, so I had to get a new phone. So that was an event. But uh, yeah, I was forced. I was forced by Google to have to buy a new phone. They forced my hand. I was not happy. And do not give me the Apple versus Android thing. I don't want to hear it. It has nothing to do with Android. It has to do with Google being money hungry. I was, was going to say this Apple phone is never bricked. And none yeah. of my I've never had a bricked, problem with but... a phone ever in my life until yesterday. Now, the phone's fine. I will fix it. And I will sell it. Because <laughs> that's what I do. But I'm very mad at Google for what they did to me. And I ended up getting a Samsung phone because of it. I cheated on them. <laughs> it's it's technology it's cool made phone, by though. humans it's gonna be imperfect flips up and opens look at that Ooh, isn't that cool yeah. yeah very 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 uh nice i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> envious of that holding screen that looks nice but it's nice and compact uh, let's hope it pocket. doesn't break <laughs> well i'm envious up in the point time, where though. it breaks <laughs> yeah i got insurance this time there's no way if something breaks uh it will be fixed <laughs> Got to get all the on insurance going. You're covered. Yes. All right. Well, How's your week? Um, pretty good. Work was kind of crazy this week. It was uh, really busy. Required a lot more of my time than normal. So there's that. But, uh, you know, it was an average week. Uh, we pumped out some more shorts on YouTube. Uh, earlier this week, if you didn't catch it in socials, we did celebrate going over 200,000 views on the channel. So that was uh, pretty cool. Um, we're pushing right on to 225 and keeping stepping. Uh, been partnering with Myogenics a little bit um, with each other, kind of mentioned each other in YouTube videos and whatnot. He's been live streaming, uh, been a couple live streams of his, and he's putting sub goals in there, like every 10 subs he gets on YouTube on the live stream. He's spinning the wheel of, uh, the wheel of unfortunate happenings. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> But it's where he does this disgusting things. Um, oh. Remember the first stream we got to, we get to choose. So nobody would pick something. So you know what I put in there? Eat a can of wet cat food. Oh. <laughs> and he'll do it too. That's the thing. He's oh. done it before. He's done it before. And I've seen that. And it's the look that, you know, the, yes. you know that all that that happens, it's all real. Yes. And it happens. You could see it, the pain in his eyes. So much pain. And I just remember that from a past subathon that he had on Twitch. And I was like, you know what? We got to put that on the wheel chat. And nobody opposed. They were just like, no, that's it. That's what we're doing. So the wheel has to spin and land on there sometime in the next two weeks. So if you haven't been to Malgenix's live stream on YouTube, 
do it. If you haven't subbed to his account, wait till the live stream and then sub him because the counter goes up yeah. to 10, then we get a wheel spin and we have a chance yeah. of Myogenics eating some wet cat food right out of the can there. <laughs> oh, he does some crazy stuff. I've seen him do some crazy, crazy, crazy things. Oh, real quick. If you haven't had a chance, check out the uh, the uh, Good Game Report Instagram or Good Game Report um, TikTok because there's a video of our own producer, Mr. Peterbite. Oh, sure and is. he gets scared. Like somebody literally scares him. In, it's the actual character within the game scares him to death. And you can see... I've never seen fear in the eyes of someone before. Like they literally saw a ghost, but he literally saw a ghost in the game and he freaked out and you could see it in there. I wish that video had more views because it was so authentic because you could see the realism in his eyes, how scared he was during was that. the whole, the, the body tensed up. It kind of turned yes, his body a tensed bit. up. He did the, <laughs> <laughs> like he couldn't even like his breath was barely coming out. Like, like as if you didn't ever try to oh. scream in your dreams and you can't scream in your dream. You're like, you know, and you can't project anything. That was Peter. Peter was, oh, <laughs> the noise he made. <laughs> it, it was great. Yeah, it was. That's that's yeah. a great clip. If you haven't, Tony, scared. That's an excellent yeah. recommendation. Absolutely excellent recommendation. If you haven't caught it, caught up to it. Good game report. Go out there on TikTok or on Instagram and check it out. You will not yeah. be sorry that you took took time in your day to go <laughs> no. do that. You in might fact, watch you it a few times, like I did. <laughs> I think I think it's edited to where it comes in as slow mo then too, and you get to yes, watch it real speed yeah, in slow mo. It gets, it gets it repeats his. <laughs> just <laughs> I need to take that Poor out Peter. and use that as a soundbite in my own stream. Yes. Underscore underscore. That's a good idea. I like it. Yes. Somebody cool. whisper well, we my some Twitch. Updates, right? Somebody somebody whisper my Twitch channel and tell me to put in the Peter Byte sound as a yes. sound on my stream, please. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Yes. Please help Gotti out. But we got some GGR updates. So the first one is our very own Geek Corner. Um, I have some unfortunate news about it, unfortunately. Geek Corner is usually awesome news because I love retro so much. But uh, unfortunately, Geek Corner is going to be on a little bit of an extended break. I'm not sure when it's coming back. Um, I would stay tuned to the GGR um, updates for that. Uh, there's the Geek Corner channel there. Uh, stay tuned for updates. It will. There might be times where somebody might pop on and play some games or something like that. It, it could happen, but just stay tuned for on the GGR for that. But right now, Geek Corner is on a little bit of an extended break and not sure when it's coming back. We'll figure out if we're going to do anything else on Mondays, but we'll let you know, of course, in Discord. Also, Tuesdays, uh, the Genix and Toodles show. One of my favorite things to watch when I can catch it. It's kind of hard for me to catch it sometimes because I have my own things on Tuesday nights, unfortunately, with my wife that we do. But the guys will be doing a lot of different things every Tuesday. Stay in tune. Stay in tune with the mothership for in Discord, obviously, to find out what we're what they're up to next. Tuesdays at never know what time. <laughs> so that's why you have to pay attention to the mothership so you know what time they're coming on. And join us, Myogenics and Tootle McBooty will be back for another great show. They've done some crazy stuff, and then afterwards they raid somebody, and just an all-around good time. And, and you think Miles is crazy? Pair him with Toodles, it gets even crazier. So these two together are just knuckleheads, and they go crazy all day long, and I absolutely love it. It's a fun thing to watch, so watch it when you can. They played Faz last Tuesday, and uh, I think we have a contestant with Peter. We need to do a dual stream. Mm. Uh, with Peter and Toodles, because Peter and Toodles are 
horrifically afraid of scares, jump scares, etc. I thought Peter was scared of this stuff. I I think Toodles might have had to change his pants after the show. I think it legitimately <laughs> he might have had to go take a shower and find different attire uh, to sleep in that night. So what I'm thinking here is, and it's been mentioned in social media already, Toodles and Pete getting together, doing something of the scary variety. I think, I think that it would just go over the top at that point. So just throwing that out there for more people to be able to hear, get some rallying around that idea. We'll see what comes of it. All right. Uh, continuing on with uh, GGR updates, as you know, every four weeks or so, we crown a new gamer showcase. Uh, so today will be the day that we say farewell to Poppy's reign. She's wore the crown well. Um, she's been in there a lot. And when she's, you know, she's been able to keep her streaming schedule up with work and that kind of stuff, getting a couple in a week, have had a lot of good clips. And uh, she's actually been part of the top 10 here recently, too, uh, which was just mortifying the last one, I think, that came out, actually. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and uh, tip the cap to her and send her packing, for lack of better words, because it's time for a new gamer showcase. So today, after this PTN show, We'll be flipping it over to Rex705, strong member of our Discord. Give him a hand. Uh, he's always playing the crazy Doom stuff like Ultralight. That's another pairing that we'd like to see. Fellows, get together, figure it out. How do you guys play Doom simultaneously together or something? I think it'd be great content. They both absolutely slay that game and those types of games. Uh, so hats off to Rex705. is going to be the new gamer showcase on the PTN show today. Um, speaking yeah, and, of top, um, don't, oh, don't forget, don't forget, Gamer Showcase is a really cool thing because during the Gamer Showcase, Poppy actually got affiliate. Yes. So that was a really good thing. You know, these things are these things are awesome. We try to help the community out the best we can, and Gamer Showcase is a way to do it. You you know, you take over for like a few a week or two or whatever how long it is, and, and you saw Poppy did her thing. She got you know she gained she gained a lot more viewership in there, and then she got she got her affiliate. She got her affiliate pretty quick. We got to better know her as a community as well, um, and, yep. and vice versa, interacting yep. that channel. So, like, I was running it through with Rex the other day. I'm like, this is your opportunity to get to know more people and for more people to get mm -hmm. to know you, right? It's your yep. channel for four weeks. It's going to be yours. Do what you want with it. Um, it's, you'll get in what you put out. So, uh, it's it's an awesome spot. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Tony. I was just right over the top of that sucker. Uh, it's an awesome spot that the GGR does in the Discord just to be able to feature someone in there give them the opportunity to, uh, to to get to better know everybody and, and likewise the other way. So Weekly Top 10 came out this week. We're back after taking a week off. Week 73 has been out. If you haven't checked it out, please go out there and do it. Got five different shorts of lots of different kinds of clips. Lots of different kinds of clips. You know how you get there, Tony? How do you get the video in the first place? Do you have an idea? You got to submit your clips, and it's Weekly Top 10 Clips. It's what? actually right there, right there for them to see. I think All you so, have right to here. do is submit your clip. Right here. Yep. Really? Yep. In the Discord where it says well, weekly top play. 10 clips? You got to record or play or stream, then make the clip, and then submit the clip. Or you use your you, if clip. somebody else makes a clip for you, take yep. that clip, submit that clip. So you take the control C, you copy it, and then you go into that part of the Discord, you hit control V, and you paste it, and that's yep. it? That's it. Job's done. It's crazy. It, who would have thunk it'd be that easy, you know? <laughs> if you guys seriously, if you're not if you're not taking advantage of the top ten, please do it. Not only do we feature 
people who've put clips in there in our weekly top 10 here on YouTube, which gets exposure. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had a two-in-the-one went over 8,000 views. How, how, how the way are you going to get 8,000 views of your content, right? Uh, yeah. Most of us are not probably doing that. The other thing is, is Myogenics goes out there in socials and he clips those up into individuals. And he does a streamer of the day out there on TikTok, Instagram, gives you the spotlight yeah. out there in social media using the power of the GGR account, too. So it's a win-win uh, for everybody here. We like to support the community and help you guys grow um, and get your notoriety out there. But as well, like, it's so easy. All you got to do is put the clip in there. We'll do the rest, right? All you've got to do is take the follows that come in from it and the, the additional people that want to, they're more interested in your content as, as a result. So please go out there, support the top 10 as well. Give it a watch. It's uh, It comes out, uh, we, we did one early releasing release this week, but it's usually at, at 1 Eastern, 12 Central. Just pop in there and take 60 seconds and, and chill. Watch it. Give some feedback or some kudos to somebody in the comments. If if uh, Tony or Peter in there, you know, bravo. If I'm in there, boo at me. I don't care. It's it's all good, right? Um, but the more you support the clips themselves, the more notoriety they get. The, the clip gets bigger. Um, the short gets out there in the short speed. And it gives the opportunity for the community to get more views. So excellent thing to support. If you want to do one thing a week to support the community, that's that's the best bang for our buck. Get the comments in there. So I think that's all for our GGR updates for today, which brings us to a very special time. We have a special guest today. We've been teasing it for a couple of weeks. She's here. I can see her in camera on the left side of my face right over here on the screen. Uh, our producer, Peter Bites, is going to be bringing her in a second. Everybody, welcome in Mittens to the part in the Noob Show. Mittens, how's it going? Hey, I'm doing all right. How about y'all? Thank you for having me. And just having our normal cluster in the morning of me and Tony yep. being boomers trying to do a talk show. So, <laughs> yep, it's that boomer life, you know. I'm all that about boom, it. The boomer life is real and it's strong. <laughs> yes. All right, we got mittens here on the show. Uh, so mittens, what we're going to do, uh, and for everybody in the in the chat and and those uh, watching, maybe the first time on YouTube, we're going to ask mittens a series of questions. We've got some pre-planned ones that we've sent to her, so she can be a little bit prepared. We're going to pop in with some questions that she doesn't expect. And then we're going to have a rapid fire mailbag where we go through some quick fire questions and she can make some popular or unpopular opinions, depending on what you view it as. And then uh, we'll close up, let her uh, plug her socials, that kind of stuff too, uh, because it's all about mittens right now. Mittens, are you ready for us to start the questions? I hope so. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure you're probably fine. All right. First question. I'll go. What is the first video game that you remember playing? What's the very first one? So it'd be Sonic the Hedgehog 3 Ooh. on Sega. Um, my brother would sometimes let me play because it was his system. Um, mm -hmm. And I got to be Tails. And of course, he was Sonic. Um, that's the only times we kind of got along. <laughs> was that or him beating me up on Mortal Kombat? What brother and sister? The only time they get along is gaming? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very fair. Good game. Um. You know, what made you want to be a content creator? Were there any influences that, that stirred you that way? Uh, a bit in your Twitch streams. They're great streams, right? You, you're very good at interacting with your audience and whatnot um, and with the chat. What made you want to do that and what influenced you to do so? Um, just the love of video games in general. Um, I love to bring people together who like the same things and talk mm -hmm. about it and, and get to know other people. Um, I have a lot of friends who play. 
uh, go to conventions and stuff like that. And we're like, let's get together and let's play some games. Yeah, why not? What kind of conventions have you been to? Um, like NecoCon, KatsuCon. Um, I want to go to TwitchCon eventually. Sure. A couple other places like that. But of course, like cosplay conventions. Ah, oh, that was my next question. So that was <laughs> as soon as she said something con, something con, something. I was like, wait a second. Uh, did you cosplay? And what did you cosplay? Um, this year I'll be Pikachu. Um, I've been Mimikyu, and I'll probably be a special one from Demon Slayer. But I haven't really told many people. Oh, nice. it's out now. You well, just said it live on the part of the yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very cool. Um, I don't, I don't know what you can get me into a costume of. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You just have to be Jay Gotti for for a costume for myself. <laughs> too large a man to be something else. If it could be the Hulk, you could spray paint me green or something. Um, (laughs) so one more question from me and then we'll, we'll have Tony ask you some questions as well. If you were only able to play one video game for the rest of your life, what would that game be? And tell us why. I would say probably final fantasy 14, um, because of all the many things you can do, the life you can pretty much just make in there with houses and friends and all the different quests, I'd probably be able to live in that that lifestyle for the rest of my life. <laughs> How many hours would you say you have in on that game? Not as many as I want. Not as many as you want. So if it could, <laughs> it could be a full time, I play it all day, every day. That would be something you would do, definitely. Then yes, yeah. Right on. You like Borderlands too? I, I, she's been screaming a lot of Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm like trying a to, huge fan of that game. I'm trying to hundred percent it. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah that's that's really awesome yeah there's so much stuff in that game that you can get and so much things you can do it's crazy we just started playing that him and i which so, one three two two ah oh, that's my favorite yeah. story yeah two's really good yeah i wanted him to to experience it and peter peter and i and him have been playing it well we played it once we was trying to <laughs> we got to get together to be able to play our schedules are really hardcore but yeah but borderlands 2 is such a fun game and I think right now you're on the prequel, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I played two, three, did the prequel. Eventually, I'll play with the first one. Yeah. I'm going all in different I, I, orders. <laughs> everybody, lately, I don't know what it is, but everybody loves Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, like, the I've new Endwalkers so is coming out. The new what? The Endwalkers game. Like, the extension is coming out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's why I'm hearing so much about it, because my goodness, I've never seen so many people talk about Final Fantasy XIV so much before, ever. There's so many people screaming and playing it. And it sounds like, the, I, I'll be honest, I'm a boomer. I haven't played it since like seven when I played that back on well, my PlayStation. And I love yeah. that game. Absolutely love that game. Yeah. I just didn't follow it forward. And now it sounds like it's more of an open world, kind of, you can kind of, a little bit, a little bit more of a, of a, interactive rpg where you can get out there and interact with other people that are also playing the game online does that sound right yeah that one specifically is online um excuse me um but there is the other ones they come out about every once a year or so with that's just the you know one-on-one rpg game i got you yeah yeah oh oh i bet (laughs) (laughs) sorry I, I so, looking at the other question there, and I'm like, oh, he's still got one more question. All right, so tell us something about, uh, tell us something, tell us about something that you are absolutely obsessed with. 
RPGs. <laughs> I love RPGs. They're my favorite uh, genre of video game. Anything with a great story, something I can delve into, um, anything I can dress up as a fox in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stuff I like. Prerequisite. You like so you it. like fox? <laughs> Oh, I love foxes. That's all oh, my little emotes. And <laughs> mm -hmm. Very cool. All right. What is something that is considered popular now that annoys you? Uh, I guess those. I'm going to bring in, since I'm a, you know, a parent, the squishy toys that kids get. I can't stand those things. They're everywhere. They smell weird. The kids <laughs> want to buy tons of them and then they rip them up and they're done within a day. Like <laughs> They put them in their mouths. Ooh, yeah, it's and they disgusting. bite them. It drives me. I know exactly what you're talking about. It drives me absolutely bonkers when they give. Why do they give them to our kids? No clue, no clue. And then they want to trade them, and then they get dirty and get hair all over them. Like I just, and they want like them. Modern day beanie babies or something. They're like little jelly squishy thingies. They're oh yeah, it's <laughs> and weird. Gross. Do they pop yeah. and like ooze crap out of them too? Or no, no, it's no. just like a little squishy. Wow. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I, my kids get them all the time from my from their grandparents and from just random people just giving them them. I'm like, why do you keep giving them this stuff? Like, and they, it, it always goes in my son's mouth and rips. Ooh, yeah. And I have to take oh. it away and throw it in the garbage every time. Sounds cool. You can tell I only have four legged kids. <laughs> yeah. They would probably do the same thing though. They put it in their mouth and they tear it. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> wouldn't want them to do that because it sounds like they'd eat them. Mm -hmm. So speaking of kids, now that you have kids, now that I know you have kids, I didn't, I didn't even know you had a kid. But um, uh, um, given their age, um, are you going to be sharing and playing video games with them, or do you already do that? Or I have uh, four stepkids. So um, one of them, he's just turned thirteen. So I could play video games with him, but he likes Fortnite, mm. <laughs> and I don't like Fortnite. <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry, we're sorry yeah, to anybody I... listening that uh, likes Fortnite, but we're sorry. Like yeah. you can hear him just he's got so toxic and I just can't. <laughs> Do they think it's cool that you stream? Yeah, they ask me about it all the time. Um, of course it's an adult stream mostly, so I tell them they can't watch it yet. <laughs> oh but that's good. Because <laughs> yeah, there's conversations we have that I'm like, Yeah, y'all aren't old enough to watch this. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So I do play I do play like Animal Crossing with the small ones. Um, cause they love to go to my Island and, and stuff like that. And I'll give them things in that game. Um, hopefully I can get them into playing like Pokemon. Mm. I heard that animal crossing just got, just got news. There's a huge update coming. Oh yeah. Like there's... my wife plays it, but she's been getting bored with it. But I saw somebody in a discord community, um, say that they just got announced. That there's a huge update coming. They had reason to play the game again. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, Halloween's coming up, so they have all the new stuff coming uh, in that you can make and decorate. So, yeah, the kids are having fun playing on their <laughs> islands doing that right now. Right on. If you could change one thing in gaming, what would it be and why? I would say, like, the money grab, like, the Xbox Gold and Game Pass and, and all that other stuff. Like, why can't we just have one solid payment and go from there? Not everybody can get the video game and the game pass and everything else. Mm -hmm. They it's not possible. If they want to play online, what if they don't have the money that month for gold or PS plus and stuff like that? Like they don't have it. I don't I think yeah. it's more it's not fair. 
Yeah, I think gaming should be uh, online should be free as well. Like if you're gaming with your friends, it should be free. You shouldn't have to pay to, to play that. I know PC it is, but like for other things, yeah, you shouldn't have to pay monthly to play with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about all the time on the show of the revenues of companies that make video games and uh, how, how much this oodles and gobs of money. It seems like it could be a little more affordable and that you'd have more people that were actually gaming and, and getting into titles and uh, services if they just made it more affordable for the end user, you know? Yeah. Um, I have one more question. I know you're like, uh, I, I follow you on Instagram and I follow you on uh, other places too. Obviously I've seen your streams and stuff. I know you're like a big advocate for like mental health and everything. Like what would advice would you give to people like that stream or that like do the things that, you know, we're all doing here on social media to deal with that along with, you know, you know, time for yourself and your mental health. Definitely always take the time for yourself. If you don't feel like streaming that night, don't do it. You don't need to put yourself into a deeper situation where you just feel like it's it's more stress, gives you more anxiety. You need to take that time for yourself and just be honest about it. Um, you know, people understand. I mean, it's it's still something that, you know, is frowned upon and people don't talk about it, but talk about it. We need to know and, you know, everybody needs to share it because we love you. Like you need to find the people that actually have the same thought processes. And this streaming community is one of them. We all struggle with something and you can find somebody to vent to. Yep. Well said. Thank you. Absolutely. Good game before discord is a great place for that. We got all kinds of people in there, all walks and talks and get different kinds of game players and just, just reach out. Right. There's a, yeah. all of us, all of us are here for everybody. Um, I know I've got a good ear and uh, I won't judge you. I'll just, you know, I'll open my ears if, if, if anybody needs that. I know many of us are, you know, the same, same exact way, but uh, we're here to support each other um, and make sure that, uh, that you have an avenue to, to talk to somebody if you need to. Thanks for sharing yeah. it. That was great. You're welcome. All right. Next up is what we call a rapid fire mailbag. We're going to go in and we're going to hit you with a whole bunch of kind of this or that questions. Okay. So, um, can have some conviction pick the one you really, you really feel the strongest about. And if, if you want to share anything, you got some funny details around why that is what it is, or maybe you might think it's an unpopular opinion. Feel free to defend yourself as well. Um, we may pick at you a little bit too, depending on mm -hmm. what you pick as well. So just throwing that out there. So I'll go ahead and get the first 10 started and Tony will wrap up with the second half. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. That's, Ooh. that's not an uncommon answer, but we'll take it. Star Trek. Tell, tell me about Star Trek. How does one get into the Trek? So that was, it was back in the day when TV was actually awesome. So mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I would be on TV late at night. Uh, didn't have anything else to do. All the old shows would come on at that time. Didn't have, you know, the want to sleep as a kid. So I would watch like that, the old Zorro, like Mickey Mouse Club, everything that would come on. I would All watch right. it. And I loved, I just love Star Trek. I love the story behind it and everything. Have you ever been to any kind of a Star Trek convention? I've been to a convention that had the, some people in it from cosplaying as, as Star Trek oh, people, but like okay. it wasn't specifically Star Trek. All right. Very good. That's 
sorry, I had to I had to break that one open because that's usually not what we hear people say. We like to keep that one yeah. around because that's well, that, one, uh, that one shocked me. <laughs> really, you thought Star Wars? No, no, I can't. Everybody because... so far, I think everybody has <laughs> always just says Star Wars. That's the it's, most popular one. It's the popular choice, right? So to hear <laughs> yeah. Star Trek, we we're like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, like wait a minute. <laughs> All right, next up, Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? I think I already know the answer. Mortal Kombat. Right, you're playing with bro early yeah. earlier on, then definitely yep. Mortal Kombat's the answer. Here's the next one: food question: cheeseburger or taco? Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Sunrise or sunset? Mm, sunset. Okay. Now this one: three options: breakfast items, pancake, waffle, or French toast. Pancake. Pancake. All right. Here. Uh, Tony may have some ideas about this when we heard about his phone breaking. <laughs> iOS or Android? Android all the way. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. I knew I followed Another you. One. I knew I followed you all the time for a reason, mittens. Where's that unfollow button? Anyway, no. no, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. You decide to have whatever kind of phone you want to have. You have that experience. How about it? How about this? Would you rather have a mansion in the suburbs or a cabin in the mountains? The mountains, definitely. Very fair. <laughs> Attend a party or host the party? Uh, attend it. There was because, some struggle there. Well, hosting it, I like to do it, but it's just so much work. It is a lot of work. All right. Next thing about beverages. Would you rather have crushed ice in your beverage or cubed ice? Crushed. crushed. Sonic ice. Oh, yeah, there we go. We'll just be specific <laughs> about it. Go ahead and get the free Sonic plug out there. Crushed ice is amazing. Couldn't agree mm. more. Vacation or staycation? Vacation. And if you if you could go on a vacation right now, and we just give you a trip, get give you tickets for the fam to take off somewhere, where would that be? Hmm. Right now? Mm-hmm. Right now, you leave after the show. You're already packed. Don't worry about all that stuff. It's taken care of. You're going to the airport, and you're going to fly somewhere. With the fam, where are you going? Japan. Oh, very nice. I'm a weeb. <laughs> I would, I would love to do that as well. I just, I'm afraid they won't have any place. I'm six foot six. The, the bunkage that they have there to sleep in, I don't, I don't know that I'd have to push like four of them together, maybe or something. I don't know. I could put a futon on the floor. There you go, something like that. Very, go. very interesting. I love that. All right, this Tone is your more turn. of a boomer kind of question, but. <laughs> Phone calls or text messages? Text messages. Mm. Flying or driving? Driving. Ooh, why? I don't know. Just uh, the process of being able to see everything while you're going um, yeah. and being like total control of the travel. Yeah. If you have to lose a sense, would you rather keep sight or sound? Sight. Only because I, I there's so many beautiful things to see in the world. Definitely, I can. And you can still feel music. See Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laundry or dishes? Like to do them? Yeah. Which one do you dishes. want? Dishes. <laughs> yeah, she's got four stepchildren. <laughs> so that means I would not want to do laundry. This is probably easier. <laughs> Probably a shorter, which is a one-time through. You get everything through, and then there, yep. there you go. The laundry is going to be ongoing. Some home in the dishwasher. Yep. <laughs> Out to eat or delivery? Out to eat. 
What's your delivery? favorite place to go? Oh, um, there's a place called Yamashin and it's a sushi place. It's really oh, good. And, and they have oh, awesome sushi. service. They bring you free stuff all the time. And you're like, oh, thank you. Is there a particular kind of roll or a particular kind of sushi that you favor over others if you could pick one that you wanted? Oh, yeah. Um, anything with the tuna in it. <laughs> Pretty much or spicy tuna or just spicy like... tuna. Yes. Yeah. Ah, there we go. There we go. Uh spicy tuna just hits right, man. I mm -hmm. love that stuff. All right. Um, glass half full or empty? I have to pick one. I'm it's both, depending on if they filled the cup or if you've drank out of the cup. <laughs> so we have a left brain here analyzing <laughs> what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, zombies or vampires? Vampires. Yeah, zombies vampires. creep me out. Yeah, they're a little creepy, especially if you watch uh, like Walking Dead. So, if Ooh. you watch Vampires, did you watch the uh, what is it was filmed out in in uh, Western uh, Washington State? Oh, that stupid uh, glowy one. No, Twilight. No, not the glowy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey. The vampire glistening in the sun. <laughs> I had to sit through that with my younger, well, my oldest daughter when those movies were out, and and I'll never forget being in the theater and him taking off his shirt in the sun, and I was like, he's glistening, and I'm he's sitting there going, why am I here? I'm like, thank goodness, I'm with my kid. I have to watch this. I have to endure this. It was the most stupidest that movie oh, no, i was really hoping you gave that answer i thought it would be that's why i safely asked the question i thought it was safe to ask the question at least. And you had the to be on team team what were their names the two, i don't remember the, two, the werewolf the and the vampire yeah, yeah the, the, you're either team named. werewolf or you're either team vampire and it's like oh my goodness which one there, do you guys like is there like a vampire movie out there that you would recommend or you know what, what's your favorite representation of vampires oh i love like the queen of the damned Okay. Um, oh, I've read. Leah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite movies. I used to like know the entire script of it. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I even read the books to the series behind those movies. And mm. I absolutely love them. Have you ever seen The Lost Boys? I have a long time ago. <laughs> That's my favorite. That movie is scary, but dope. So it's, scary. An 80s, it's an 80s movie. I'm actually they came shocked out, that you said you saw that. <laughs> they came out with a show, though, on Netflix, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lost Boys is my favorite. I love, love, love Lost Boys. Great, great vampire flick. Us boomers don't keep up very well with, with current stuff. That's why we no. do a show about current stuff. <laughs> yeah. Figure out like the most current on. vampire thing I know, I think, was Twilight <laughs> or Blade. I love Blade, Wesley Snipes. Oof. Oh, yeah, Blade. Ooh. Blade is an awesome yeah. one. All right, ready? Pause time or rewind time? Rewind time. Wow, right. okay. What does it say? Store where every item is free or a restaurant where every dish is calorie free? Ooh. The restaurant with calorie free. <laughs> Loose, loose guidelines or clear directions? Clear directions. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, I need to know what I'm doing and how I'm getting there. Well, how you broke just... down the uh, glass half full or empty, I was betting you would go there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me the path. Let me go. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you want. I'll do it. <laughs> there you go. 
Tell me more about pause time and rewind time. That's 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 kind of deep. So you said rewind time. Why would you rewind time? There are so many things that I could have done and should have done in my past. Um, and things that I, I should have, you know, told people and didn't get the chance to tell them before they were gone. I got you. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. All right. Mittens, we've wrapped up our questions for you today. Do you have any questions for us? Will Peter take his shirt off? That would be a great opportunity. Maybe by the end of the show, he wonderful. Can do that. that is a wonderful idea. <laughs> I have him in my ear. He's saying that he will. <laughs> That's just Wait, and what? part of the noobs. Peter will be taking his shirt off at Mittens' yes. request. <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you mittens for putting that out there that that's a that's a great question i'm glad that we, we, glad we appreciate that, that answer <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna plug the mittens socials here a little bit i think she's got a link tree we're gonna throw up in the chat mittens this time is yours um talk about yourself tell us how we can find you where we can look for you all that good stuff well my link tree is in chat right now so if you would just look click on there you'll find pretty much all my socials there um you can find me here on twitch mittens 13 i stream tuesday wednesday thursday night 7 30 p.m u.s eastern standard time so y'all can catch me with then um you know i i'm in discord multiple times so you can mm -hmm. catch me in there too <laughs> and i'd uh, love to meet you all and maybe game with you soon thank you for having me Absolutely. Thank you for being a guest on the show. It's been a, it's been a great pleasure. experience. It's been a <laughs> yep. pleasure, like Tony said. And, uh, you know, keep gaming. Keep gaming. Yep. It's a lot of fun. Uh, definitely have a great interaction with your chat again. I'll say that. And uh, look forward to being in your next stream. Yep. And Mittens plays a variety of games. Like, she, she does. doesn't, she's not just a one game person. She plays all kinds of games. You'll, you'll never catch her playing the same game all the time. And she likes to complete, like she said. So watch. If you like variety and you like, you know, somebody that can kick butt in some games and have a I'm good time and, and actually talk to you in the stream. Yeah. Currently her. playing Halo for the first time in the series. So Yep, I've watched that too. Yep. Yeah, you were just I'm always in there. Week. Sometimes you don't even know I'm there, but I'm watching. The flood scares me so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mittens, thanks so much for being part of the show. Um, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. And uh, everybody, thanks, Mittens, for being here. Go follow her. Go check her out. All right, everybody, on to gaming news. All right, so here we go. Raven Software confirms Season 6 will be the last Warzone set in Verdansk. So this is it. If you want to play in Verdansk, if you want to drop in Verdansk, this is it. This is your last opportunity. Season six just started, I believe, last Thursday. Um, not this Thursday, but a week before. And uh, there's a new map out for it. Uh, we're going to show some pictures here in just a moment. Uh, the new Vanguard launch is going to be set for the Pacific. So for some fans, it'll come as a relief because Verdansk, they've, 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 they've showed some different things, right? You can see some pictures right now of, of Pacific. Uh, and a different, much different map setting um, than Verdansk. They've done some things too, like the 1980s reskin. It was kind of cool. We saw we saw uh, Rambo come in, um, and then of course they sold skins for it. John McClane came in. It does some things to keep it fresh. But we'll just call it what it is. It's time for a new map. And all I play is Rebirth anyway. So uh, this might get me back into the big Warzone map, just with some different scenery. Uh, so check that out uh, when when uh, 
when Vanguard comes out, Warzone's going to change. And if you like Redansk, get your drops in now because come November, you won't be dropping there no mo. Uh, yeah, I, might, I, might have to, I might have to get in on it. Why not? Because right now with the cheating and all the other stuff and everybody knows the maps and everybody's always sniping, I don't like it. But there's a new map. Nobody knows mm -hmm. it. Nobody's going to know what's going on in it. And it gives me a chance to uh, jump in and maybe play and actually have some fun. Absolutely. It's a brand new map for everybody, right? So all of us will have the same learning curve. Those that play the game, you know, 12 hours a day, every day of the week, uh, they'll eventually get up on us. But originally, we'll have the same shot as anybody else does in there. And, then, yeah. and a little tease here. I didn't want to talk about it today because there's not enough new information about it yet. But Call of Duty did come out this week and say, oh, we have a new anti-cheat. So we'll I'd I don't want to give them credit for anything. Let's, uh, it's just a funny, funny statement, right? Um, <laughs> until I see it actually out there and, and, and no, it's a noticeable difference, that's when you'll hear about it here <laughs> on the part of the Noob Show. Otherwise, consider yourself informed of what Call of Duty has said about yeah. their new anti-cheat. They even gave it a name no, I or changed something. my mind. I don't want to play now. Like, whatever. Because they're not lying. Even, not even going to cover that. <laughs> um, you've seen the coverage for that here on the PTN show. That's it. Yeah. All right, well, Riot, Riot Games, uh, they disabled um, the all chat apparently recently to uh, due to to toxicity in League of Legends. You know League of Legends. Mm -hmm. If you know League of Legends, it's always like one of the top games on Twitch stream, yeah. streaming-wise. It's been for, I don't know, 25 years, <laughs> however long it's been out. That game is just widely popular, always will be. But Riot is disabling the all chat feature in League of Legends match made queues because players are continuing to complain about it being used for verbal abuse, especially increasingly this year. With a lot of people home for the pandemic, a lot more people playing online, a lot of people talking crap, or I like to call them keyboard warriors and stuff like that. <laughs> I had one uh, of those the other day. You did. And I came to your defense. Legally, yeah. League of Legends game director and Android, I can't even say that, Android Van Roon said while all chat can be a source of fun social interaction between teams as well as has some good-hearted banter right now negative interactions outweigh the positives we will evaluate the impact of this change though through verbal abuse reports penalty rates as well as surveys and the direct feedback this is kind of a test run uh opposing players will still be able to hear and see emotes and champ mastery and unless players are muted and HTE post game which by the way if you're playing a game and you don't want to hear people and you know they're toxic immediately mute them mute them immediately that's why we used to do that back in the days of modern warfare 2 call of duty and and basically any game i used to as soon as i got into the lobby i muted everybody the only person i wanted to hear was people on my team that were actually talking to me or that are my friends or if they weren't and they're playing music and doing stupid stuff i would mute them immediately so just mute people because you just don't want to you just don't want that negativity in your life but anyways uh, team chat will continue as, as to function as usual. Van Roon goes on to say, we know that this sucks for those of you who just want to compliment your lane opponent's skin or ask or dance or for a dance party in Baron Pit, but we believe the trade-off is worth it to cut down on the growing negativity all chat has been creating in games. And that's, you know, that's given, you know, people... When people start to hear stuff like that and people start, it continues and continues to happen, they're not going to want to play your game. And so for League of Legends to come out and just do that immediately, that's awesome. That's an awesome game developer. That's why that game is so popular. That's why that game is so good. It's why it does well on Twitch because 
they hear the community and they act. Listen, Twitch. Listen to that, Twitch. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Nothing wrong with having some, uh, being able to hear some of the opponents and whatnot. It can be cool, but if it's, if it's a toxic environment, nobody wants to be part of that. It's like when I play Apex Legends, you know, I always mute the players in the game. Number one, because I'm unsure what they're going to say in my stream to start with. And we just use Discord to just mute all and whoever is gaming with me in the Discord you know, that, that, that's what I'm going to limit it to because as a streamer, I'm kind of PG-13 and I don't want to hear all that crap. You know, it's enough we get it in the chat. Uh, quite yeah. another thing to have voice penetrating your stream. So yeah. not only that, it's like people coming in like the other day. You actually had someone playing music and then just <laughs> talking crap. But, but why do you come into a stream or stream? I'm sorry. Why do you come into a game? playing a game you're trying to play a game and everybody has to hear your music you're listening to nobody wants to hear that if you want to talk and do call outs or say hey somebody's over here or i got killed over here or somebody's over there okay that's fine but like to sit there and play music that you don't even know somebody wants to hear that music like like it's just the stupidest i I never understood why people come in playing loud music and think that's cool just, yeah. It just baffles. Maybe it's because I'm old. I don't know, but I, I I find that the most uncool thing you can do. Like it, it really makes my hair. I I watched your stream. And my hair stood up because I was angry. I wanted to kill that kid. <laughs> I was mad. <laughs> Tony, did you ever have a car with beats in it growing up? I did. Okay, I did too. So this is I, I just kind of had a had an epiphany here. It's kind of a conversation. It's like modern day beats to to play your loud music and game chat where other people can hear you whereas we were blaring as we were rolling our vehicle right in in older days not to say it doesn't happen now because it does uh but that is that modern day you know thumping the beats if you will is that well i never did that when i was younger i didn't do the whole system out the car thing i always tried to make it so that the system only i can hear it in the car but it was bassy, but only me in the car, people in the car can hear it. Now, if you open the windows, yeah, you're going to hear it. But I always, I'm an air conditioning kind of guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> I always said the system was so powerful, you were going to hear it, whether you wanted to or not. Yeah, I didn't like to do that because I lived in really bad neighborhoods and people would follow you and try to steal your stuff. Yeah, you don't want to advertise. And yeah, it was no, always no. the, uh, it was always the suggestion is like, make sure you turn the stereo off at least a mile before you get home because, uh yeah. You don't want to bring that to your doorstep. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. So we heard about the Twitch uh, Twitch breach. We talked about it last week, right? It's been the spark of a lot of different conversation. A lot of different things have come out about it. Um, and we have a couple of things we want to talk about today. Um, but this this story from uh, Brendan Sinclair, managing editor of GameIndustry.biz, um, along with the previous story, um, is reporting um, in the wake of a massive security breach at Twitch, former employees have told The Verge, if you guys are familiar with The Verge, that the streaming platform management was slow to address concerns and regularly neglected to disclose security issues. Shocker, right? The overall feeling is that the company management was largely and widely unconcerned about security and safety issues. One source told Twitch recently, or I'm sorry, Twitch regularly opted not to disclose security issues, including at least one instance when the problem made streamers vulnerable to scam artists and resulted in compromised accounts. Another source that worked uh, at the company between 2017 and 2019 said the staff would pose constant questions and discontent about the regular 
moderation failures on the site. Twitch has uh, recently been given, you know, they've given more control over our chats and whatnot and learned over the past few weeks uh, that uh, their continuing lack of concern for preventing these issues in real time, much less proactively. It's, it's stunning, right? You have such a large company. You've got all this and all these people's information out there. I got the email from Twitch yesterday and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm sure you've heard about the recent breach, blah, blah, blah. No, no people's real names were given out, just your usernames along with your date of birth. Yeah. Because when you're an affiliate and you're looking for payout, you have to provide information. Oh, so yeah, we didn't give any of that stuff out. It was just the username of the uh, channel and the date of birth. It wasn't your real name. I don't believe that for a second, Tony. What do you think? It just, we were just, what was I just saying? about Call of Duty and Activision, how they're saying they have a cheat and then are the anti-cheat. Mm-hmm. And and it's just, just talk, talk. Because you know what? Let's say we do. Let's say we have something. Let's say we're fixing it so people will use our platform or people will buy our games. And it doesn't surprise me. Let's just sweep everything under the rug. We won't, we'll, pretend, we'll, we'll make it, we'll, we'll pretend that this didn't happen. Right. And we'll just sweep down the rug. Oh, some people lost their account. Oh, you know, some people had some some breaches and there's some there's some issues. Let's just not let's not mention this right now, no. you know, until something maybe bigger happens. But let's just mention it. And guess what? Something big happened. <laughs> and now they're struggling. And now all this stuff comes out. It's like it doesn't surprise me. It's just a company trying to make money and they don't care who they have to step on or who or who it affects in the long run, who it affects, like us, the users who have to do this, and now our personal info gets leaked because of some people that don't want to pay attention to something that's going on, should have addressed the situation before. Right. You see that, address it, because you know it can get worse. It's only going to get worse. If somebody gives, if you give somebody just a little bit of of an inch, they're going to take, what, a few feet, miles. They're Mm -hmm. They're going to take what they can. You gave them people an inch, and now they look what they did. And it's like, you should know better. Grow up. Be an adult. You should know better. I got a hot take about this, and it's not about Twitch. My hot take is for YouTube. YouTube, what the heck are you waiting on? You have an amazing (laughs) platform. You got the power of Google. So this goes right at Google and YouTube, PTN Show. What are you waiting on? Gifted subs, raids, all the things that makes Twitch what it is. That keeps people on Twitch and off of your platform. Why aren't you doing something? We want to come to you. We want to stream on your platform, but we're stuck dealing with Twitch because you want to do a couple of simple things to bring us over? Come on, baby. I want to do all my stuff through YouTube. I want to stream on YouTube. I want to continue to put my shorts out, my longer form videos on YouTube. Please make the changes, make it easier to clip during a stream. When you clip during a YouTube stream right now, it pops up a window, and you've got to edit the clip right then and there, right? Twitch, I push the button on my stream deck, I go back after the stream, I cut it how I want to, and that's that. Very simple things. You've got the power of Google. Make it happen, YouTube. All right, my blood pressure is going to go back down now. I'm going (laughs) to fade back. We can move on to the next thing unless you got something to say, Tom. No, I'm I'm through. I've 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 had enough of Twitch. Like they're they're just stupidity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just nothing else to call it but the stupidity. It's just it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense because it doesn't. All right, moving on. 
Chinese state media calls for closure of gaming restrictions. Uh, basically, it's Chinese me uh, media snitching. Mm -hmm. And you'll find out a state-owned newspaper in China, meaning government-owned newspaper in China, the People's Daily, the official newspaper of the Communist Party, has drawn attention to loopholes in the recently introduced restrictions for online gaming and has urged for them to be closed. It states that on some online trading platforms, there are game account rental and sales business where users can bypass the supervision by renting and buying accounts and play online games without restrictions. The article also encouraged families and schools to help enforce the new restrictions, <laughs> noting that some minors use their parents' accounts or their information to register new ones since adults are not affected by the time limits. Gaming companies have been asked to actively fulfill social responsibilities and be responsible for the healthy growth of the next generation. So basically, they're finding the newspaper or the you know, they're finding out that kids are using the parents' accounts because obviously they can't use theirs to game, so they're using the parents' accounts to game. The parents are obviously letting them or they don't know about it. And and uh, the newspaper's snitching on them. That, that so, hearing that they're renting accounts, too, from other people? Like, there's a, yeah, there's a, renting, yeah. there's a web of renting accounts for the appropriate age so the younger yeah. ones can play? You can't stop young kids from gaming. They're going to do right, what they're well. going to do. They're going to find ways, and they're going to continue to do it. Just right. ease up, China. My goodness, let these poor kids have some have a break. I, they they are. I I feel I don't want to. I don't really want to make the show political because it's not a political show. It's a gaming show. Mm -hmm. But I feel like China's quest is to always be the best. They want to beat the U.S. They want to beat every country. They always want to be the best country, and that's not political. That's just wanting to be the best. Yeah. But in their way of doing it, they want to force everyone to be what they want to be. And, and meaning their political leaders, their leaders, they want to be the absolute superpower. And in order to do that, they need everybody else to want to think like them. And they're trying to make and force people to think like them, including poor kids and gamers that just want to live their young childhood life. And I know as an American, we're free here. So it's different to think about that way because it's their country, their rules, their lifestyle. It's different than us. They're not the United States of America, and thank goodness that they're not. But I'm saying, like, they're not us. And um, and I see what they're doing. They're just trying to force it, and they're trying to, you know, but they're kudos to these kids for, for kind of bending the rules. I hope nothing happens to them because it is China, and you never know. But Ooh. kudos to these kids for, like, trying to show these leaders, like, hey, we're not going to back down. We're going to play our games. We'll play our games under a different accounts. We'll rent, mm -hmm. run accounts if we have to. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of these kids. I just hope nothing happens to them because <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, the re repercussions in China are probably a little more strict than they are here, uh, given yeah. they kind of run everything. They have a judge, jury, and executioner. Um, way to go, China. If you want to be competitive with the U.S., uh, way to shut down your esports teams. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they're not going to get as much playing time this way. I'll buy esports. I'll buy money. I buy money from esports. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's crazy. It's just crazy yeah. stuff that, uh, yeah. uh, kudos to the kids for figuring out a way to make it happen. I mean, you, you put a restriction in front of anybody, right? They're going to fight and, and claw to find a way to do it, right? And when the employees at work, you make, you, you, you put them in a box. Nobody's going to stay inside the box. They're going to find a way out of the box, around the box, you know? And this is just human nature at, at its finest, uh, working around it and finding some creative ways to do so. It's the I'll show you model. I mm -hmm. love that. I love the I'll show you model. Like somebody tells me I can't do something. 
I'm like inside, inside my mind, my mind immediately goes to, I'll show you and I'll do it. I'll figure out a way and I'll do it. And then when I do it, you'll see that I did it. It motivates people. Yep. All right. Moving on. I told you we'd have some more, uh, some more Twitch ish news about the hack. So Amazon could be Valve's only serious challenger. We learned with the hack that their uh, code name, I believe it's Viper um, or Vapor, something like that. Um, we're going to learn a little bit more of that right now. Um, the story is originally from Rob Fahey with GameIndustry.biz. Um, it's been a rolling ro- a roller coaster week for Amazon Games, right? Um, you had the launch of the new MMORPG title, New World, that has caught Twitch by storm. Everybody's playing it. It's frying GPUs. It's all, all kinds of craziness, right? Um, enormous interest initially in the game resulted in overloaded servers and long queues for its players. I remember when people started playing this, they were queuing like 300, 400 and some people back just to get in the game. They were literally waiting hours to get in this game, which wasn't a great look for the world's leading provider of cloud services, right? Uh, maybe a positive sign for games in the future, uh, but a big deal for the, for the Amazon, Amazon division that had previous efforts um, in majority and not to even make it to the starting line. Uh, most recent no-show being Crucible, which got outright canceled um, after a poor ra- reaction to its beta launch last year. We've been talking about beta testing. We did that last week. Um, sometimes games die in beta. It is what it is. In spite of rich, uh, recent Twitch uh, data breaches, all that's unfolded thus far, Amazon continues to have a confusing history of what they want to do related to gaming, Right. Um, after acquiring Twitch in 2014, it's never seemed like the company had a clear path forward where there was going to be a gaming strategy, if you will, right? One thing that Twitch, uh, the Twitch uh, link has, has confirmed is Amazon is actually doing something or preparing something in the background of the gaming space, right? We learned about that. I mentioned it earlier. Vapor is the code name for it. It's real, and it looks to be a real player with Valve who runs the Steam platform. Everybody's downloaded games from Steam. We love the Steam sales. Um, Valve is the company that owns Steam. So when you get your receipt back and says Valve says thank you for spending money on their platform, um, that's who actually owns Steam, if you didn't know that. All of a sudden, there's a clear focus on the impact that Amazon could have on the PC game market very soon. Twitch is at the heart of these intentions, right, and these ambitions by Amazon. But it doesn't seem likely that Steam could be brushed aside, giving the current stranglehold on the PC game market, because it's huge, right? We talk about Steam all the time in sales. Anytime, like Steam's a dangerous place. I'll go in there and, and you, I'm looking at my desktop right now. I see all these games over here that I've downloaded from stream or bought at a very inexpensive price. I didn't crack them open yet. They're still sitting here, right? Um, so they, they've got a stranglehold on this market already. Um, however, Amazon is looking to continue to produce games in its gaming division utilize Twitch to push these games and get a different type of control possibly on the market. Uh, even if New World's popularity fizzles a bit, it'll still be streamed all over on Twitch, pulling those gigantic audiences in every day watching New World uh, as people are streaming it. Uh, the connection that's going to matter here is that as gamers watch the games on Twitch, there's potential for Vapor to sell them the game while they watch. This is the game-changing part of this. Steam doesn't have any kind of a streaming platform where it can advertise its games. A literal transaction that would come from the stream itself. So this is going to be this is going to be Amazon and Twitch's play. They get Vapor rolling. 
you're going to be able to, instead of, you know, going out to Steam or something, while you're watching the streamer play the game, you'll be able to click and download that onto your computer. That that brings a different angle to this game. Um, challengers have tried to unseat in the pa- uh, stream in, Steam in the past. Can't talk this morning. But none of them has the power to integrate this potentially very disruptive market-altering altering scenario, right? You're watching the game. You could buy it in real time. Other stores like Epic, right? Epic's real big about giving the free games out. Here, come see us. We'll give you this for free. Yeah. Um, they've struggled to gain traction and goodwill uh, because the creators don't understand the important distinction that they thought the battle worth fighting is on the supply side and almost putting almost all of its efforts on being appealing to creators. However, it's failed to pay enough attention to the demand side of the work and the harder task of wrestling the customer base away from Valve or Steam. It's not enough just to be popular with the game. The Amazon Twitch Vapor Project has something that Epic has never had, a gigantic built-in customer base. So it remains to be seen, right? is when is Vapor going to be implemented? When is it coming? Uh, We just happened to find this out through a hacker leak. Who knows how far down the line they are with this? It could be, it could come out by Christmas. It could be two years from now. By the time that, by then, I think Twitch will be, uh, oh oh man, I just pray that YouTube gets something going so that Twitch can go. We're clamped. Bye-bye. See ya. Um, By that time. Um, But this could potentially wreak havoc on competition in the marketplace and make a marketplace that's already super good with Steam very competitive. What do you think about this, Don? That's a lot of information, and that's this could really just set a bomb in the market for this. What do you think? Uh, for newer PC players, it might be cool, you know, because um, they don't know how good Steam is. And uh, real quick, uh, Steam actually, you can stream on Steam. I don't know if you know this, but you can actually stream on Steam. So they have a streaming platform for themselves. Like you could actually watch people stream on there. Um, I've done it. It's nothing great. It's just, uh, it, it's nothing. It's just literally just somebody watching you. You can talk to them. Like they can chat and the, like a little chat thing on there, but it's nothing, no raids or anything. They no, did it no just cloud so, there then for sure. Yeah. I think they do it just so that you can watch the game and, and like, and like see the gameplay of the game so that maybe if you want to buy it, you can buy it kind of thing. But or you can watch your friends like you, you can stream just for your friends, mm-hmm. like kind of like how Discord has a stream service on the Discord yeah. where you can stream to your friends. You can do the same thing uh, with with Steam, but it's nothing. It's nothing really big, but they sure don't advertise it. Right. Yeah. But I don't think Amazon is Steam like um, they, they can't do if you're like an old school like PC player and you're like a person that's been on Steam for a while, like us and like some other gamers, obviously. The Steam library and Steam and Valve does a great job of always updating, always updating games, always keeping games up to date. They keep the servers like taken care of. They do a great job of customer service. So it Steam's free. You can, you know, you can have Steam for free. You can do whatever you want. And you they have sometimes they have free games too. They have software. Um, they have other stuff that you can do on there. But the best part about Steam is the fact that they they cater to to the gamer so they they do everything for you they do everything to better your gaming experience on steam whether it be the sales whether it be the, taking care of servers whether it be taking care of the game always updating and also they're going to be around like they're very uh how do you say uh stable 
they're they're no it's um they're they're always consistent i'm sorry that's the word i'm looking for they're extremely consistent and everything is about you <laughs> you know what i mean like your experience with them all the time they even survey everything they have all kinds of uh reviews and things you can do on there there's so much for gaming on steam that i don't think amazon can handle that they're going to treat it like it's the amazon freaking store where anybody can review it and say things they're paying people to do it probably and you don't get that with steam people are giving honest reviews on steam about a game and they'll literally tell you how they feel about a game and steam lets that go steam lets everything go with that and it's just so much more customized customized like customability with the way they handle things everything steam is just the ultimate so i don't think you amazon has to come out with something that steam doesn't have and on top of that be able to constantly always make your people happy and twitch doesn't even do that so how is amazon gonna do that with a twitch platform with with for for gaming that makes it's not gonna happen steam is always about the, the customer speaking from our perspective or boomers right or we understand what that is yep but there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of new gamers that are born every day that watch twitch that watches stuff and the generation like millennials nowadays sorry millennials i'm going to talk about you a little bit here but you're all about instant gratification right want it now 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 and you've grown up with this stuff like in your back pocket like tony and i we've grown up this stuff has evolved as we've come along right allegiance or loyalty is is not really there that stuff doesn't happen out of this group so i would argue that because of the thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of people um, growing up and getting to this age group, not all of them is going to have the same sense that, that you and I do, Tony, that that we, we value those things, right? And that's why we'll stick with using Steam because it is such a structured, reliable, great customer service, everything we want out of a service company. And that's not the way everybody thinks about it. And the, in the gaming world, the population is changing. We're getting to be the older minority of the gaming world, whereas Twitch is flashy, it's up front, right? I, I think they do stand a, a great opportunity from just that newer customer base to get in there. Now they'll have the opportunity to lose them as well, and that's where Steam's got to got to step in, right? Um, as as Twitch messes up or as Amazon messes up, and you know they will. It's guaranteed. There we have a story every week about Twitch doing something stupid, right? It's like. Yeah. It's a theme in our show. Okay, now time for, we almost, instead of gaming news, we should almost, hey, have a segment we do where, where did Twitch screw up this week, right? Because yeah. guaranteed every week there's going to be something there. But I think it's, that's the struggle that Steam's going to have to do is they got to put themselves out there a little bit more to this younger audience. The fact, I didn't even know, you you just educated me. I didn't know you could stream on, on Steam. I just flat out said it a few moments before. Like, you can't even do that. Right. Yeah. They don't tell they don't tell anybody really. It's not an advertised thing. It's kind of like Steam has always been that way. It's been uh they they, they say it, but you know, they don't <laughs> they don't like advertise it. They're not mm -hmm. big on that. Because I, I think they know that their platform is so good to people that are on it that they just they don't they don't have to, I guess. They were a furl based system more than a hey, put themselves out there kind of system. And that's yeah. worrisome to me because of the you know, the age group that comes up now are so impressionable and uh yeah. so easily well they built. love twitch and they love the idea of this money and streaming yeah. and all that stuff and so stuff anything new they like it you know 
but like some things like steam i just think steam always wins in the end because because they just like i said their consistency basis always like overshadows and i don't think twitch or us uh amazon based gaming thing can keep up with the uh with games like that i just feel like they're something's gonna go wrong where they can't keep up with the with the gaming like the updates and all the things that are that that you need to do to make it's not just about what you have it's about how you operate after people have bought the games sure or people experience it and it's it's not just like just having the stuff you gotta actually you know keep maintenance on it and i don't think they they're i don't think twitch is any bit good of maintenance like they've proven it they're not good at maintenance they can't even maintenance their chat how they're going to maintenance a bunch of people buying all different kinds of games i agree i don't know we'll see what happens but i mean if if it works out hey great but for for me i'll continue to use steam (laughs) right i think i think we know where we're gonna i think we know where we're gonna be right but where are those millions of new users gonna be time will tell i suppose yeah all right, moving on from gaming news, going to give you a little bit of an eSport update here. Kind of light on the news this week because we had some unfortunate things in the in the VCS. Um, but first up, Formal confirms a return to professional Halo has been offered. So uh, a few weeks back, legendary player of COD, Matthew Piper, a.k.a. Formal, retired from the COD League. Um if you remember when I we was talking about kind of the thanks to him that we did uh, a few weeks back, he started off as a competitive Halo player. What's getting ready to come back? Oh, Halo Infinite's just around the corner. So he's already been offered. Um, he's not going to say wh- who, but I'll, I'll break that down for you because it's definitely known what this looks like. Um, as Halo Infinite launches this year in the competitive league for that, um, the offer purportedly didn't come from Optic. Piper said in a recent, recent Twitch stream as he's big streaming Valley on, on Twitch. Uh, it seems his decision to accept hinges on whether he can still be part of the Optic organization. So he's got love for Optic. He's been around Optic forever. He doesn't want to lose that distinction. Um, so far, there have been nine teams unveiled as the founding partners of the Halo Infinite Championship Series. It's a go. It's This is happening. Um, it does include Formal's, uh, former COD team, Envy, Right. Even though Formal doesn't provide the name, it'd be an easy scapegoat uh, to position him to remain as Optic content creator and a, and a competitor for Envy, right? As we learned a few weeks ago, Envy and Optic are looking to merge their COD League scene ahead of the Vanguard season. We talked about Dallas Empire and Optic Chicago coming back to be Optic Dallas or whatever is going to happen. We learned, you know, some players aren't going to be part of the Dallas Empire going forward and and what that all looks like with formal stepping out and an envoy going on to the new team uh, from Optic. So, you know what? This this could actually work. Um, we can see formal become a creator for the joint team, right? And therefore, he'll have the ability to have a contract under Envy and Optic, allowing him to compete at the professional la- level of Halo. So this is kind of very fortunate for him. You know, the, the the esports team he used to compete with in Halo is actually kind of coming together with the Optic brand at the same time. So he can still be part of the community he's been part of and continue to do the Hex podcast, stuff like that, right? And uh, and then compete again in a game he hasn't competed at for a long time. And I think this is, I, he hasn't said it officially yet, 
this is really cool. Formal's not gone. We're going to see him in a different game. I think people will like that. I'll yeah. definitely, I'm definitely interested in watching the Halo Infinite Championship Series. So we're going to cover it here in the part of the Noob Show because I'm going to, I'm going to bring it into the conversation. This was a great franchise. The, the whole competitive scene with it, uh, playing against friends and that kind of stuff was was something I really enjoyed. Um, so because this is your favorite category now on our show, Tony, what do, what do you think about this? Um, it's cool. I think hey, hey, if you get a chance to make money both ways from mm-hmm. two different teams, or you got a chance to make money in general and doing something you love, especially something that you started playing, why not? Kudos Bravo. to you, man. Do it. Is that will that be the first person to make double paychecks? Well, everybody well, not not really, because every competitor and it's in the COD League streams, right? So that's already there. Um but it's just unique because Team Envy is who he would play for in Halo, right? I don't think Optic mm. has a team, but he's mm. so he's been such a part of the Optic brand for a long time. He does not want to lose that clout or distinction, right? Because uh, you can show up in, in COD League anywhere and you'll find Optic fans. Uh, I, I hate to say this because it's not, a, it's not the same thing, but if you think about the Los Angeles Lakers, the New York Yankees, teams that have Dallas Cowboys, teams that have huge following, um obviously the cod league you can't go out there and overspend for players right so it's not about that it's not like the yankees or the la dodgers went out and spent money on half the league's free agents to to move on the playoffs nothing i'm sorry i'm done i'll I'll stop with the sports (laughs) talk it's just an analogy though but the the impact and the strength of the optic brand is so huge that's something he just he would probably if he couldn't do this i guarantee you he would not move forward playing uh competitive halo because the money and the the clout of being part of the Optic Gaming Group is so strong. Yeah. How how old is Formal? Wanting to say he's in his, his early 30s. Um, I can fact check on that. But he's uh, late 20s, him, early man. 30s. Good for I him. I mean, this guy's making bank. We talked about the kind of money um, that he was making. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, he's um, the kind of guy that, like, um, like um, he's he's at the point right now in his, like, professional like gaming career that he could probably do anything if he wanted to stream on twitch he'd probably make good money if he wants to make youtube videos he's gonna make good money because people you know he has a following and people know him from esports and stuff like that and he could probably do both cod and halo and make money especially with halo infinite coming out he's probably gonna make he can make bank doing whatever he wants man and getting those sponsorships because he already has them you know what i mean like i thought he might try to play uh i thought he might try to play competitive valorant because that's uh, all he streams. He is, and he uh, is nails. Well, if there you, you go. Think he was I mean, a good COD sniper. He is nails at Valley. And I really so, thought that he'd get into that. So if he's playing that now too, sky's the limit. This dude is going to be making, you know, he's going to be doing what he wants. He can do whatever he wants and make good money doing it. And kudos to him, man. Good for him, man. Having a good career in gaming and stuff like that. Isn't it nice to retire from one esport and pick another one up and still content create at the age of 26? I would love to interview him and ask him if he's an I'll show you guy. Um, <laughs> I think he probably is. And he's also got some of that confidence on his shoulder too. a younger formal was kind of a cocky formal. I'll just mm. be honest. Yeah. Um, he's grown up since then. And he kind of picks his shots when he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, you know, I was reading back when he retired and everything. And the first time that he played skump on the opposite team, before it was a championship event before they went out there this on the on the floor you know they play up on the stage he looked at scump and he's like hey get ready 
this is the first time you're going to play and lose to me on a big stage in front of thousands of people. You know what Skump did? They went out and 3 0 him. They killed him. They wiped the floor with him. But he had that kind of like a cocky attitude, which is yeah. fine for a gamer. Like, whatever. Yeah. You got to have some, you got, if you don't have some mm, about yourself, yeah. uh, just be able to back it up. Right. But December 19th, 1994 was his date of birth. 94. He's only 26 years old. And look at the world he has in front of him. It's just 94. That's when I graduated high school. I'm just going to put that out there for the world to know. I, I graduated high school in 1994. I was a freshman. In high school oh. in 94. Woo. Craziness. How, how, times, how times have changed. And China wants to limit their kids from making money in esports and, and doing that. Great, okay. great job, China. Yeah. Great Take job. my shot lots there. Um, one more piece of esports. Uh, I, I had planned to cover a lot more. We know the last chance qualifiers have been going on for the, uh, the Valley Championship Series. We're going to put a uh, graphic up here on the screen. I'm going to, for lack of better words, um, read it to you. Um, official statement out from, from Valorant. Um, Given the events of the past few days, an abundance of caution with the health and safety of all involved being top of mind, we have made the difficult decision to postpone the event until further, further notice. Player and staff safety remain our top concern as we navigate the current situation. We share the community's disappointment while working diligently to transition LCQ to an online event similar to the, the, the Valorant Champions Tour. Um, matches earlier this year and uh, resume play as soon as possible to send our final team to Valley Champs. We'll share more details as they become available. Uh, so the North American team um, is shut down right now. No Oof. updates yet. Uh, looks like 100 Thieves had won their first couple games. They took out Gen G and X set, um, and they were on Gen G and X set had to move down to the loser's bracket. Um, we didn't even get first some first round events, so I'm guessing something COVID related came into play here. Um, Phase was getting ready to play. Phase was the next match actually, and then they called it. Um, but Hundred Thieves, I've already moved ahead a couple rounds there. Um, so we'll we'll figure out what happens because this is this is the LCQ, right? So you get to, we have LCQs around different areas or different regions within Valley, and in the North American one, the one that, that's in our backyard here is on pause so this is the last chance for one team that wins this final tournament to go to champs to get played in december so uh our goes out to those guys uh hopefully the uh, online play won't screw with them too much and they'll get to get this done uh because we're really looking forward to you know after i've learned about this you know this is the first year of valley have a of a competitive scene just like halo will start later this year and uh, champs and will be in December. I'll be uh, we'll be covering it here, and we'll definitely be watching it um, as we move forward. Um, but that's all we got for esports today. All right now to your favorite portion of the show. Yes, retro. It's retro corner time. All right, a few shows ago, I talked about this machine. It's called the Blaze Evercade. Mm-hmm. Well, the Blade, the Blaze Evercade VS console has been delayed until December, which is great because, you know, I've been buying things and, you know, I, I've pre-ordered that thing. So, you know, that it's delayed. It can stay delayed for a little while. I'm, I, I'm fine. I got tons of stuff I can play. But anyways, Blaze Entertainment has announced that its Evercade VS retro console has been delayed slightly. The NES style system, because it kind of opens, you can put carts in there, which runs physical carts. And is the home version of the popular Evercade handheld was supposed to arrive in November, but would now launch in mid-December 
in a mid-December launch in Europe. A release window of December 8th through 17th has been given, but this is an estimate. North American customers will sadly have to wait until 2022, which I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I told you, I'm fine. With the January 14th revised release date, which is fine by me. <laughs> as long as I get it, I'm fine. But anyways, Blaze Entertainment Managing Director Andrew Byatt had say, many people are aware of the increased pressure that has affected uh, freight congestion at ports, and yeah. many people are aware of the increased... Oh, okay. The shipping lines to get stock around the world. Like many other companies, we have to rely on this infrastructure to get you your console. Over the past three months, this situation has become very challenging, and despite the best planning, we have not been able to find any way to improve outcomes. Sadly, that's not the end of the bad news. Six new Evercade cartridges are also being delayed. They will ship alongside the new console. So, But they did offer some improvements and shared those as well. And the improvements are improved save game function with screenshots and the ability to delete save games, a new quick save function and a load last save button to boot you directly to your last save game from the UI, new display modes including pixel perfect aspect ratio, background bezels, and scanline filters changeable on the fly, Detailed game information, including an introduction to the game and full control schemes on screen. Online updates, additional controller mapping themes, and background music are also included. So they did revamp the system, and and that's probably why it's somewhat delayed, not to mention the shipping that's going on. If you're not, if you're not aware, there's ships everywhere docked outside the United States and everywhere, oh. period. They're just kind of holding them because they had nowhere to put the stuff to come, and they don't have any way of getting the stuff off, and there's not enough truck drivers to kind of deliver things, so... That's kind of the state we're in. But like I said, if you have patience, your console, if you pre-order this, will come. And in my case, I do have this pre-ordered, and I can't wait to get it. It's going to be a really cool thing, and it's it's all licensed product. It's not emulated. They're real physical carts made with the real games. They're licensed games, and they're all kinds of different physical games you can play for it. And it's a really cool collection. If you're a collector like me, they come in nice boxes and everything like that, so it's really cool to collect, so... It's going to be a good system, so stay tuned for that and see, you know, if you want to get one, get one. It's like the $200 console, I think. So it's not bad, but it comes with it's a lot of really cool games you can play on it. Yeah. And uh, GTA, uh, moving on, GTA Remastered Trilogy is set to get a physical release in December, according to a new report. The story is done by Josh Colson from The Gamer. Uh, dot com. Rockstar finally confirmed its remaster trilogy of GTA games is real last week. We talked about that. That hasn't stopped the rumor mill about the games from turning, though. There comes a point when an unannounced game has, has leaked so many times, the studio just needs to confirm it officially exists. Whether it was the case for the remaster collection of GTA games revealed last week or not is unclear. However, Rockstar did finally confirm that GTA trilogy, the definitive edition, really is happening. Uh, as for the minor details or even some major ones, well, there's, there are still none. Pre-orders have hinted at how much it might cost. Now we're talking like PS5 and Xbox Series X, S. Basically, it's probably going to be $70, which everybody knows because every game on there is like $70. Uh, that, that price is yet to be confirmed, but everybody pretty much knows it's probably going to be $70. Uh, however, retail sources in Poland have claimed the trilogy's physical release will be here in time for the holidays which would be really cool. It's going to be on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch on December 7th, hopefully. A physical release for newer consoles will be uh, apparently follow at some point in 2022. So PS5, Xbox Series X and S will get it in 2022, where we might get ours in December if you have a PS4, Xbox, uh, PC, stuff like that, or Switch. 
Um, and most likely the price is going to be around $60. That's what they're saying. Um, I, hopefully that's the case. Cause I, I mean, you're talking about three older games. I hope it's actually cheaper. I, I was hoping around the $50 range because you're getting one number one, three old games. Yes. The remaster, but three older games and, and they're for an older gen console now. So you might as well just put it at, put it in at, uh, 50 bucks. So we'll see what the price point is for it, but I know that I'm getting it, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, mm-hmm. I really, really would love it if it was lower. But yeah, it's supposed to get a physical copy, which is, I mean, that's understandable because I wouldn't think that that would be a digital release only, and it's going to be good for collectors to get it at a physical release anyways, too. So I'll probably, yeah. like I said, I'm probably going to get it for all three. Yeah, they already made money off these games once. Now they're going to make money off these games again, at least make them affordable, right? Yeah, definitely. And for moving on to Tech Talk, we have a very new uh, Christmas thing happening. Well, I call it a Christmas thing, but, and I have one right here. Check this little thing out. So it's a, uh, it's a Back to the Future Tiny TV classic. It's, uh, you get to watch little scenes from Back to the Future on this little tiny TV. And I'll put it up on the, we'll put it up on the screen there for, for people to see what it is. But basically you get, uh, it show, it's a little TV with a little remote control. And I haven't opened the box yet because I just don't want to, but, but, uh, it's a little collector series. Basically they have, they have, uh, back to the future. They have uh, Batman, they have friends and they have South park and they're all from different genres from the, from the sixties, seventies, uh, sixties, eighties, nineties and two thousands, I believe. So that's how they, that's how they go. But you can basically change. There's little channels that you change and it, and it plays top scenes from these shows. And it's like a bunch of top scenes. I'm not sure how many in in general there are, but it's a bunch of bunch of scenes and it's like co- the coolest scenes, basically the shows. And I had the back to the future one, given that I, of course, I'm a big fan of the eighties and a big fan of back to the future. And it's a really cool thing. I think these things, if you're a reseller or if you're a collector like me, um, you want to get, you want to pick this up now while you can. It's at Walmart. And I'm not sure if it's a Walmart exclusive, but I know right now it's the only place I've seen it is Walmart. So you can pick it up. It's like 26 bucks or 27 bucks. I think I paid for this like total with the tax and stuff like that. But, but it's a really cool thing. And uh, I think it's going to be a hit. Like people are gonna buy these and stock them, stock up on them, cause cause mm-hmm. there's only four of them out right now. There's supposed to be other ones later down the road. I'm not sure which ones. They're not. They haven't said what movies or shows they're gonna put later on down the road. But I really like the Batman one, and I love the Back to the Future one. So I might get the Bat one, Batman one as well. Not really into Friends or South Park, but that's just me. But um, these are really cool things to collect, and I think they're gonna be. If you like to resell, hold on mm-hmm. to them. Because you might make some good money in the future for them, especially if this is an exclusive. If this is a Walmart exclusive, usually those things sell like hotcakes because you have to get right. them from Walmart. You have to hold on to them, and then people ain't gonna, aren't going to have them anymore, and that's when you can resell them. You can resell them for way more money than they're worth. Like all these mini consoles of the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, and that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, yep. I made so many of them, and, uh, and if you're trying to buy one of those now, they could be expensive. Oh yeah, the NES Classic and the SNES Classic are expensive. They're like, they're like triple, almost double to triple the price of what you would to buy them now than what you would have bought when you bought them when they came out. It's the it's crazy. You're the one that taught me that. That's so why my Genesis Classic is still in the box and hasn't been opened. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be worth a lot more money later because the Genesis was a good one too. The PlayStation one, eh? 
but the Genesis and the and the SNES and and uh, the NES and the Turbo Graphics one all expensive. Right on. But moving on for uh, Tech Talk, uh, there's a new uh, Game Boy Advance or Game Boy basically player, a, a Game Boy that lets you uh, actually play on your PC. It's called the GB Operator. It lets you switch between Game Boy and PC with ease. So this is called this is uh, from the maker of Epilog. Not to be confused with Analog, <laughs> right. who makes uh, awesome products. I have Analog products. But Epilog has adopted the, the slogan, no compromises for his operator series. The Romanian company's first effort is a strong entry into the field of retro gaming, although it's a very different product to anything Analog has produced and one which may have limited appeal. First, firstly, banish any ideas that this is a mini Game Boy emulation system that plugs into your TV like the Retron SQ. The GB operator won't work without being connected to a PC, period, for starters. It requires the use of a downloadable uh, exe.exe running on your computer to function in any way at all. The device works as a middleman, as an interface between your cart collection and tried-and-true Game Boy emulation served up with a bespoke emulation wrapper on your PC. To reiterate, without the accompanying desktop app and some modest processing power from your PC, the GB operator is simply a flashy-looking cart stand plug into your TV via USB and nothing will happen. Emulation is handheld via the open-source MGBA by default, although you'll apparently be able to use whatever emulator you like in the future. Super Game Boy Enhanced games are flagged and play with added color, and everything, and everything worked beautifully in the game we tested. However... It quickly became apparent that basic features are missing with this beta version of the software. Expanded functionality is coming, but at the time of writing, they used uh, v version, set, version 0.7 and version 0.7.1. You're limited to playing in windowed mode, for example. As present, there is no option for save states, pausing, rewinding, or fast-forwarding. Mm. There's no alternative color pads to pick from or visual filters to cycle through either. Manufacturers of fake carts, though, have been have begun using more sophisticated techniques over the years, and it can be tough to spot a rogue repo in your collection, but the GB operator flags unofficial games as such. The app performs an integrity check as you as you and asks you if you'd like to progress if this check is failed. So this thing is pretty cool because yes, it connects to your PC. You can only play on your PC. Mm -hmm. But it has an integrity checker. So if you get a fake cart, if you're like a collector or you know, somebody that likes to, you know, play Game Boy games and somebody tries to sell you a fake cart or sells you a fake cart, this thing will check the integrity of it. Now, there's other ways to check it. You can just open it up and look at it yourself. You know how to do that. But this thing, they're getting really good at making fakes. So this thing will check it for you and it will tell you, hey, this thing's fake. And you can either, you know, send it back to wherever you got it from or, I don't know, locate the person. Say, hey, you sent me a, you sold me a fake cart and kicked their butt. I don't know. <laughs> but this thing checks it for you. I liked in the advertising we saw that play in while you were talking through this, Tony. It said it's like a, it was a, a very nice marketing line. It said it's like a cartridge um, lot for your computer. Yeah, basically, yeah. But it's really cool. I mean, if you want to play, a lot of people like playing on their PCs, and that means it'll give you a chance to stream it on your PC. You can stream, a lot of people stream from their PCs. They don't have um, little adapter things with HDMIs to put through, mm -hmm. through a capture cards and things like that. People stream right through the PC. So this is connected to the PC. You can stream. You can stream it easily. It's already connected. You don't have to Good worry point. about anything, and you can play Game Boy games. A lot of people like that stuff, mm -hmm. especially Pokemon. My goodness, Pokemon is so popular. Yes, they do. All right, moving on to game deals. Uh, Disco Elysium is now on the Nintendo Switch. If you're not sure what Disco Elysium is, it's a very 
cool. It's a very highly rated RPG. Now we had Mittens on the show and she talked about how much she loves RPGs. Mm-hmm. I believe this is a game she would probably absolutely love. It's not the game for little kids. It's not a little kid RPG. I will tell you this. It's a, it's a grown adult RPG. It's one of those games that, with a lot of language. It's got a lot of tough language, but it's a fun game. And um, from what I've seen of it, and uh, and it's coming to the it's on the Switch right now for a price of thirty nine ninety nine, which isn't bad. I have it on Steam. I haven't played it yet, but I've been looking forward to it because this game has won multiple awards. It's one of the best, supposedly one of the best RPGs, and it's it's more it's more because uh, it's not a it's a no con- it features a no combat RPG. So mm-hmm. basically, everything events are resolved through skill checks and dialogue trees via a system of twenty four skills. That represent different aspects of the protagonist, such as his perception and pain threshold. So it's just it's just a different game. A lot of it resolves around dialogue. Like there's so much dialogue in this game. It's almost like uh, being. It's almost like living like a whole Quentin Tarantino film, where everything resolves around the dialogue. If you ever seen a Quentin Tarantino film, you'll see how they just talk and talk and talk like Pulp Fiction, and then it becomes really cool how things happen in the in the in the short run, and how things kind of progress through, you know, forward, reverse, or whatever. It's kind of like that, where everything revolves around the dialogue. So I like that stuff. So if you have a Switch, check it out. If you don't, um, I'm not sure if a physical release will be of this game. They said it would be, but I'm not sure when that would be, but if it does, I'm definitely going to buy a physical release of this game. But right now, you can get on the Switch for 40 bucks. You can get on PC. I believe you can get on PS4 and Xbox as well. So check it out. Uh, PS Plus members, moving on, will get double the free games in November. So PlayStation Plus subscribers will be swimming in free games next month as the normal number is getting doubled. To celebrate the PSVR fifth birthday playstation announced that it will give away a trio of playstation vr games to ps plus members so that sucks if you don't have a vr but but these freebies will be in addition to the regular monthly lineup which typically includes a ps5 game and two ps4 games so subscribers will get six free games total playstation hasn't revealed which ps vr games will be free but we imagine they will be notable games given the occasion the peripheral has built up quite the library so if you don't have a PSVR yet, I would recommend get the games. Just get them. You don't have to even download them. You can just literally just get them. And then you always have them in your library. And if you ever do get a VR, then you can play them. Three free games. So pretty cool. Very cool. It's a cool stuff as always. Yeah. Lots of cool stuff. So it's that time. Time to wrap up the show, right? Time to talk about uh, what we got going on here. Um. Tony, you got anything planned for this week? Is it another work week? What's what's it's all work. Everything in my life is about work. (laughs) (laughs) All I do is work, work, work. It's like that Rihanna song. Work, 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 work. That's me. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. I'll be doing more of the same too. You know. Get the work done, make sure the shorts are out, do a few streams, uh, and that kind of stuff. And uh it's gonna be a normal week for me, hopefully. I'm just hoping for a normal week, not a week where you get uh extra hours of work, that kind of stuff, because I'm salary. Yeah, it sucks. doesn't make me any extra money for working extra hours. So yeah. uh, yeah, hopefully we can have a normal week this week. That'd be great. Producer P anything producer? Got, you got going on shirtless this week? producer, make mittens Shirt- dream come true. Should be shirtless. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> goodness. 
I, I heard oh. it in my ear. I heard confirmation during the show oh, that you, you would got... come on shirtless. No, no. You got the little <laughs> bit of a, a little bit showing right here with the V neck. So I, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it's it. a little bit skin. I got to show a little bit skin. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> keep you guys' attention. <laughs> oh, man. Um, As far as I go, not much going on. Um, Obviously, Geek Corners. Uh, it's a little bit of talk, just to explain that. It's a little bit of talk meet between me and Matt. We just decided to take an extended break. It will probably be back later. We're just not sure when. Um, other than that, you can catch me pretty much. I aim every Friday, uh, 8 p.m. is a bite of terror where I just get scared like crazy. Um, <laughs> they've been short streams. Yes. I think I'm going to do an extended stream next week, so stay tuned for that. I'm probably going to have to take a break at some point, but... We'll take a break and then extend it because I know a lot of people have been asking for a longer one. Um, other than that, just catch me when I go live anywhere on uh, Peter Byte underscore underscore is where you can get my information. Two underscores, Two not underscores. one. Okay. I still can't catch get them without catch the them outside. <laughs> catch them outside. How about that? Catch me outside. There is a Peter Byte <laughs> underscore. If you haven't missed the story, if you missed the story, I rated Peter Byte underscore once, not underscore mm. underscore. I was very sad to see the Peter Byte underscore was offline. And that was and then I went to Pete's stream and I'm like, what the heck happened? Why aren't we why, why they... it's two? I'm like, okay. All right, I actually forgot about that. <laughs> there is a one underscore, but the underscore underscore is where you want to be. I, I really tried to get it with no underscores, but people have the name, but they're not actively using it. So shockingly, I'm I, I'm actually you can shocked get it. You can you can get you it. You can message you can so you can message Wait. Twitch and get their account if they're not if they're not active. I've seen I've, so I, I've actually followed somebody that took his name or got his name because someone had it and then they they eventually he kept writing in Twitch about it and eventually they noticed that the person was never active with it. So he actually was able to get that account. Yeah. So same here. Mac Mac Hoot with the Hoot Owls. He had and he used MacHoot one because somebody had it and it was a dead account and he was messaging it. it took took him a couple months, but they, they saw it was inactive and they gave it to him. The only thing with that is I like to keep everything easy for everyone to find me. Um so that's why I got everything synced up that way. Whoa, I think. Hence the underscore oh, yeah. underscore. Because <laughs> that makes it easier. Yeah, so it makes it easy for everyone to find me. <laughs> right on. Well, Thanks for all you did today to, to help put the show together. We had you jump through some hoops, Pete, so I appreciate that. Um, Tony, you had a... Oh, did you have something to say? Yeah, we lost him oh. for a second. There he is. <laughs> oh, you lost me? Yeah. I didn't, yeah, re I didn't realize I was lost. Now I heard an oh, and I thought that was you saying something, Tony. I was just pausing. Oh, no. You had something to say. If not, we'll go ahead and close it out here. Um, thanks, everybody, for being here in the live stream. Those of you that are watching YouTube later this week will probably cut out um, the section of Mitten's interview and put that up separately on YouTube this week as well. So you can kind of feature in on her, give her some more spotlight as she well is well deserving of, of it. Um, it's that time where we're going to go ahead and raid. We raid out at every GGR show. We, we go past the loves off somewhere else. This week, we're going to raid CPY NEX. He is a very strong Warzone player. He has a strong TikTok following out there. Does really great with those videos on IG as well. And uh, he's ironically playing Warzone right now. He's playing in a $4,000 quads tourney right now. Um, so we're going to go hopefully not disturb him too much. Uh, but you gave him, I did give him a heads up that we're on the way at some point. Uh, so let's go in there and show some love. 
if he's not able to immediately like talk to us and jump all over us, uh, please understand. But he's in the middle of a four thousand dollar quads tournament right now. Um, he was number two, I believe, in the top ten this week. And this guy, he absolutely shreds. This is an FPS shooter. Um, it makes me wonder why he hasn't played maybe competitively, um, or if, if that's something he ever tried to do because this guy's got a gun. Like he, he gets accused <laughs> of being he gets accused of being a cheater quite a bit. But I've watched him play. This man's not cheating. This guy's he snaps. He snaps the headshots fairly easily. Um, he's just got a really he's got a really great line of sight with that with the whatever gun he's using. So um, thanks again, everybody. We're gonna wrap up the show and go ahead and raid over there. Appreciate everybody that comes and stops by the show. We'll see you again next week for episode 17. Catch all the clips this week. Shorts. We're on LinkedIn. We're everywhere. Check us out. We'll have a mittens interview capped out this week too. You guys have a great weekend. We hope everybody the best and. We'll see you now.